With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, this is Chesney Hawks here. You are watching My Hammers 11 with the one and only Russ. Hi everybody, Russ from My Hammers 11. Hope you're safe and well. If you're new channel, please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon so you made of any time I put new content on. As obviously, we'd obviously like to thank our channel sponsors on Tucket. Check out the description below. We got Wally. Wally's world. Wally's in. How you, doing? How you doing, Mr. World? Doing, uh, <laughs> I'm doing great. You know, it's funny, this Wally name, I, I mean, my real name is Walt. And yeah. so my nickname is Wally. And in this country, that's just like a normal nickname. Yeah. But I know in UK... <laughs> You know, Wally is it has a little special extra meaning to it. So yeah. it, but I, I just feel good for all the UK audience being able to legitimately call me Wally. So <laughs> as long as it's not a Wally. Yes. Okay. You know, call you so Wally. Yeah. So I'll be the Wally, right? Not the Wally. Wally. The yeah. Wally. Well, it has many different <laughs> connotations. If you go to a fish and chip shop and you ask for a Wally, really? you get yeah, and you ask for a Wally, you get a massive pickle. Ooh, I do like pickles. Yeah. So. It's called yeah. a Wally. So, you know, like, you know, so like proper, like, um, you know, one that's not chopped up, not sliced. Yeah. And that's uh-huh. what you get Yeah, yeah. in a massive Ooh. tub next to the, next nice. to the pickled eggs and pickled eggs. You get a Wally. So there we go. So not only are you. are going to ask for a Wally. It's past nine o'clock here. It's past the water shed. It's not over there. Right. <laughs> anyway how are you my friend how are you buddy doing great we got a beautiful day here in king of prussia pennsylvania oh. right outside of philadelphia and the sun is shining it's spring all the flowers are out the trees are flowering it's just beautiful oh it's it's a deal yeah. is it it's it, it's the weather just makes such a big difference isn't it i mean it's a sunny it's day nice. it was a sunny day in horn church this afternoon uh-huh. and and everything the world just seems right you know, it just it's uh, yeah. and what I, you know, is obviously I, I used to, as you know, I used to spend a lot of time yeah. on the east coast and stuff, and and I always felt because I go to Pennsylvania, I go to Philadelphia quite a bit, particularly. Mm-hmm. I always found it very humid, very humid in yeah in during the mid- summer, yes, yeah, very humid, yes, but really it's humid. not humid yet. It's oh. quite dry now, so we're in nice. our dry season. 
And I guess yeah. that's where you developed your love of uh, Hershey's chocolate, right? Yes, yeah, yes. I, was like, I should have introduced <laughs> the man who tried to get me into Hershey's. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, it's um, yeah. I never really. Yes, I said it's it's although like. I know I, I conceded on milk duds, didn't I? Because milk yeah, duds. Yeah, you did. Say, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. for anyone who knows what the what, what the fuck we're talking about, so so Wally sent me a massive box of chocolate uh, and, and and various treats from America because I don't like Hershey's chocolate. I just don't like it. And, and Wally's a big advocate of it. So obviously it's a pencil. It's a Pennsylvania brand. Yes. It's a PA brand, isn't it? It's so the there we go. So oh, does it smell? Does it smell of chocolate? Well, well in some places. Uh, when I say down the road. You know, relative in in America, it's <laughs> yeah. about an hour and a half away. So, which is that's that's like a five minute drive yeah, from the UK. Exactly. Yeah. That's what makes yeah. me laugh. You know, I remember yeah. we, we used to drive about all around the East Coast, and they go, "Oh yeah, yeah, where are you staying?" I was staying. Where was I staying? I think I was staying in Elizabeth or something like that at the time, mm-hmm. um, in New Jersey. And, and they said, "Oh, we're based in Oh, it's only just down the road." It wasn't. It was like a two hour journey, <laughs> right? Right. There and a yeah. two hour back, and yeah. it's like yeah. I think in the space of a week, I'd done something ridiculous like. Three thousand miles is yeah. honestly. Yeah. Oh, I just can't. Could never get my head around it. But yes, um, yeah, I don't like Hershey's chocolate. The only I said it's, it's Giardelli, Giardelli or nothing yeah. in my household, and that's basically because it's the Giardelli shop in Disney Springs in Orlando. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Giardelli is really good chocolate. Hershey's is not so good, but when you grow up on Hershey's, eating yeah. Hershey's, you know, forever. I, you know, as a kid, now I still have that, you know, I still enjoy it because it's yeah, like bringing me back to being a kid. Of course like, you do. Yeah. That's half the fun. I mean, it's like, it's like, um, in the UK, and obviously it's nothing to do with West Ham, but I don't care. Uh, in the in the UK, you know, it's like uh, my my daughter's she's eight, so when she was younger, and she'd have uh, in the UK we had like milky bars and stuff like that, which was you know all sort of nostalgic chocolate. Go, oh, I, forgot I, I love these. These yeah. were like yeah. my youth, and I used yeah. to have these when I was a kid, and now she's having them, and uh, right. yeah. Oh well, memories, memories, yes, memories. memories. But but yeah. obviously you're well, the family are well, which is good. Oh, have you yeah. have you coped in this weird world we live in now, uh, in terms of the pandemic and stuff? Oh, uh, we've been you know we've been doing okay because we my wife is from New Orleans originally, so yeah. For example, this winter we escaped down south to New Orleans and Florida, where um you know things are much better. Yeah, and um so. So yeah, it's been pretty good around here. A little bit, you know, a little bit more yeah. closed up. But in the U.S., it's like every state is different. Yeah, you know, depending on you know how crowded they are, mm-hmm. you know how, um, you know how many big cities they might have, or how far south, you know, down farther south. I think the, you know, it does better because there's sunlight and things like that. Warmer climate, yeah. Yeah, warmer. So. so yeah. yeah, I get that. And it's also like, I mean, the same, it's the same. I was talking to a, a guy from Australia the other day, and they're the same in this sort of Western Australia, New South Wales and stuff. They have their own jurisdictions and stuff. So it was like, right. you yeah. know, where you might have state borders, they have the same thing where it's like, you you know, so that's Western Australia would be shut down and New South Wales would be open and da 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 da. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it doesn't happen here. <laughs> It's all right, or nothing. Right. All or nothing is. So you guys are all on the same page, yeah. So. Yeah, kind of. But the pubs, the pubs are open as long yeah, as you want to sit outside. Yeah. That's awesome. As long as you sit outside in a in a yeah. group of six, you're okay. But uh, there we go. Yeah, but but West Ham are keeping us entertained, aren't they? They are. Really? They've been doing a great. And and you too, Russ. I mean, your channel has been amazing. Thank with, you. With your you know lunchtime shows and. Well, and you're, you're cooking, uh, and you're oh. you know, you're, and, and of course the My Hammers Eleven, the, the uh, 
of course flagship of your network Flag, yes. the flagship of my network <laughs> the hammer yeah the miami's 11 network i like that right. i like right. that that's the next step you know yeah. that's the next step get on right get on roku and, and amazon fire stick we'll get on yes. all them we'll there we no thank you man i really appreciate it. no it is it's um it, i mean the fact is you know west ham are keeping us going and mm. and you know and and youtube in general i mean obviously you know the guys you the stuff you do with the american hammers network you know some great stuff it's it's ironic that most of the people bloody on there are english but apart from that yeah it's uh yeah. No, it's great i love it i love it it's a yeah. really good really good bunch yeah. isn't it and yeah it seems fun. And it seems also, you know, this this the whole. I know it's horrible what's gone on, but if anything, it's you know, in terms of the pandemic. But you know, in terms of the YouTube from West Ham perspective, you know, you know, we we, we know each other now. We didn't know yeah. each other a year oh, ago, yeah. Uh, yeah, and yeah, and, yeah. and people like that. And it's great. It's lovely. I mean, I get bloody peach messages me every other day, <laughs> like like twenty minute voicemail message at least three a week, three a day rather. But I love well, it. Yeah, Peach is just, I think, just up the road from me, north of a little bit, you know, in yeah. Toronto. Yeah. Yeah, in Toronto, a little bit. Yeah, that's a little bit further up. Yeah. That's a little bit. I think, is he Calgary? Is he I don't know where he is. No, he's in Toronto. Yeah. Oh, is he? But, He'll tell me. Yeah. He'll tell me. That's yeah. just up the road, but it's probably like 10 hours up the road. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a sunday drive yeah, yeah a sunday drive for the wally household <laughs> a little stroll around a little stroll. Yeah. as you said west ham are doing well which is great yes. and um and and hopefully we where we've been in this sort of weird status for the last sort of 48 hours where we don't know what the hell's oh, yeah. going on yes. at least we sort of know now that it's sort of all back to normal kind of yeah. you know what i mean yeah. so saturday's gonna be a huge game now huge yes. game for us yes um, we need to do some punishment of, yes uh, the um the revolters yes or one of the revolters yeah yeah although they yeah that's the thing i think you know as, as we were just saying just before we start yes yeah, it, obviously they're they're one of the first to concede so to speak but yeah, they still did it in the first place and yes. i wonder if we'll wear those t-shirts everyone's been wearing those t-shirts which which says um earn it footballs for mm -hmm. fans and and brighton warm today in the warm-up with chelsea um and uh leeds warm yeah the, it's uh, Liverpool. Them, yes. so yeah. what if we get them what if they distribute yeah. them yeah, yeah. maybe on Nikon. Try and get one. Right. Try and get one. Be good. But uh no, it's a massive game on Saturday. And so yeah, mm. it's in our hands. All you gotta do is win the next six games, Wally, and we're in the Champions League. Yeah, no Simple. problem. Cup final. Six more cup finals. Can't wait, man. Can't wait. And it'll be great. And it'll be really, really great. Because as I said, you know, it's uh we, we've suffered recent, you know, for a while, 40 odd years. And so it'd be nice to do <laughs> just 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 my whole lifetime right. um so it'd be nice to do some do, do mm -hmm. some damage and uh i, I think I just, as i say before i think it's ironic that you know west ham getting into the potentially getting to the champions league has broken european football um you know if <laughs> just yeah, like this whole yeah. taking their ball and run away but um hopefully yeah. we've got the ball back now so it's all good but uh yeah no i love it man so 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 wally you know we know you we know you're in pa and stuff like that we, we see the shirt we see, obviously see the frederick's shirt of course the frederick's shirt and if he's not in that hammers 11 i'll be very disappointed there'll be there'll be oh, 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 I'll you, if he's not i'll tell you what it is isn't there oh, i'll tell you world, no spoilers world turned upside down just like oh. the super league it'll just be frederick's like twice league. in two days yeah if yeah. Wally didn't put ryan frederick's in there um why West Ham, Wally? Why is it your club, my man? Well, okay, so this goes back a long way, even before you were born, Russ. So, so we're going back. So um, 21 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, for me, it was uh, 1970. So my family, I'm from, De I was born in Detroit, Michigan, and my dad worked for automotive companies. Mm. So 
he got transferred first to Switzerland. So we went to Switzerland for a year and we were in Geneva and then he got transferred to London. So I was in fifth grade. And I went to the American School of London, which I believe is still there in St. John's Wood. I believe so, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so for what is fifth grade here is probably, well, I was, I was like 10. Yeah, so that would have been last yeah. year at, inf at junior school. So okay, we yeah. would call that year. And my daughter's in that. And my daughter's yeah. in that school. Year, year, probably year six in the UK. Again, okay. it would change in the seventies, but it's in year six now for the UK. Yeah. So I was in this American school, and you know, new kid, and and all the other kids come up to you, and they're like, "What team? Are, you know, what what football team are you? What you know, what team?" Are you? And I'm like, I didn't know anything so they said well there's like arsenal and liverpool and um and you know they were going through like man united chelsea maybe or even spurs and i'm like well what else is there and they said well there's this little team from you know west or east london rather and i'm like what, what are they They're called west ham and i'm like okay and they said well the thing they did four years ago but they basically won the world cup you know, with Bobby Moore and et cetera. Yeah. And so I said, that sounds good to me. Yeah. So from that point on, I was, I would always say, you know, West Ham with whenever somebody asked me who I supported. So, um, or, you know, not that I ever went to a game or anything. Yeah, or sure. It was just, you know, okay, I'm West Ham, you know, Walt's the yeah. West Ham guy. So then after a year and I went, we moved to Coventry um because that's where i guess still a lot of the uh, the car factories are in the midlands, so my, yeah, yeah. yeah in the midlands so so we were in coventry and i went went to a british school at that point and so i'm like a little yank yank kid in a british school yeah <laughs> and they're and everybody's talking about you know coventry city was basically the team that everybody supported so i have to say you know well i support west ham so. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, they gave me, you know, so they took the piss out of me for that. And they also would sing bubbles at me. Okay. Yeah. And I didn't realize bubbles. No, I, I had, I didn't know what it meant, but they would sing, you know, and like West Ham, they fade and die or you yeah. know, West Ham fades and die. And I'm like, I thought they were just teasing me and stuff. Well, I find out later that that is the song for West Ham. <laughs> so. But, so I've always, I've always, um, you know, whenever it's come up in conversation, I've, I've said West Ham mm. and fast forward until, um, you know, the, around 2013, 14, when I started, uh, we have a dog and the dog gets up early in the morning and, you know, you're looking for something to watch or whatever. Yeah. So I started to turn on premier league was on, uh, I think the Fox network at that point. So I started watching, you know, Premier League. And then I remembered, yeah, I, I support West Ham. And not that they had all the West Ham games, but whenever they had one, I was always watch. And then I found the forum, you know, the like the KUMB forum. Yeah. And and even if I couldn't watch a game, I would read through they they would have a um a uh, thread on, you know, like the live thread and 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 just the calamity going on in that thread when you know somebody did something bad or something really good you know it's just it was fun to follow along the threads Brilliant. and then once the premier league went to nbc and and they show every single game every single match then i could watch all the west ham 
matches. So mm. that's when I really started following more closely. And then I was watching, say, the West Ham Fan TV folks and maybe like the Hammers chat on YouTube. Yeah. And, and then suddenly, one time it got suggested to me, this American Hammers TV channel. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I started watching that and I would participate in the um, chat there, the live chat. And it was Tim and Lee, yeah. you know, would do a show and they would invite maybe somebody on every week. And, you know, that show was really fun because Tim was trying to develop like different communities. Sure. Yeah. Across the U.S. and and also he would bring in people to tell their story and generally U.S. you know people who and their story about why they follow West Ham is really interesting you know because it's usually not you know well you know my my grandfather yeah. my dad yeah, we're yeah, all, yeah. we were all born in East London or whatever so you know some I remember one guy said he was he was really hungover and he <laughs> woke up and his roommate had the TV on and there was a match going on. And he said, okay, whichever team wins, I'm going to support that team. Brilliant. And it was West Ham that won the match. So, <laughs> so there's some great stories about, you know. But they're, they're all, the, you know, there's obviously we've, we've had over 300 interviews, like these hammers uh -huh. and mimers, them in interviews. And every story is slightly different. You know, there are, they, they can be sort of, you know, if you put it into a Venn diagram, there'd be some in certain categories. But quite a lot of them, though, that's a weird chance you know like that or yeah. um we had the, the golf i remember the golfer paul mcginley we had him on um the Ryder cup captain um and and he's he's oh. obviously lives in ireland where he was born mm -hmm. in ireland at the time and and his story was it was the 19 it was a, it was a 75 fa cup final and he was yeah. in this there and he was he lives in a small lived in a small irish town um you can just imagine like a provincial little town and there um, and mrs O'Donnell, you know, sorry, I just couldn't think of an Irish name yeah. there. But she had, she had, she had the first color TV in, the, in the village, oh, so wow. they all came to watch yeah. it. And mm. obviously, they watched the FA Cup final. He didn't have an allegiance, and obviously, Powell, you know, these, these two teams turn up, but Fulham were in black and white, and he's used to watching black and white. <laughs> but this other team were in claret and blue, and so he supported them, and he's been a fan for the last oh, you know, like 50 years. You know, And there's so many of them stories where people have just yeah. looked up, who do you support? Uh, that one, and it was yeah. West Ham. It could have been, you know, and it's like, and then our season ticket goals of 50 right. years and stuff like that. Obviously, we've had a lot of the American Hammers guys on themselves, like, like Justin yeah. from Chicago, and he, he just picked us because we'd won fuck all, um, yeah. like, the, like the Cubs had done <laughs> right. it before they won the World Series recently. So yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's, it's, so much, it's so interesting, but it doesn't know where they come from in terms of this weird you know, web, you know, to support this weird little funny team in East London, mm -hmm. you know, there's, it's a real community, as you said, the, the American Hammers Network, and obviously you get involved with the chat on, you know, the, the Hammers chat and everything else, and mm -hmm. it's brilliant, I love it, we've got, we've got such a lovely bunch of fans, Yeah, we really do, and they all help each other out, and they all, you know, if one, if someone's feeling a bit down, then mm. yeah. loads, loads of tweets and messages, yeah. I mean, Peach, for example, Peach went missing for like a week, didn't he? he? Did, no yeah. one could, and yeah. he was, he was, bless him, he was in bed, he was at death's door, you know, respiratory problems. So, yeah. you know, and then he's like, we, we, we tracked him down fine. Oh, I, I was having messages from people, where's Peach? Where's Peach? Wow. I was like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and this is a guy that we've only met virtually, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And yeah, um, no, I love it, man. He's brilliant. Well, and, you said, and, you in? and I have to say, you know, through the, the YouTube, I, I found the West, uh, the, um, Philadelphia, you know, West Ham, Philadelphia group. Yeah. 
and we go to we go to to, to a bar down there and so i've met like katie yeah. uh, you know katie yeah like and, katie uh, mark uh, runs that and and tim came down um from boston Great. one time and john john um yep. who runs the um hammer shot no not the um <laughs> the one i'm not part of uh, friday night likes <laughs> and that likes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Night, yeah don't worry i know what you're doing Ollie, don't yeah. worry so, i know what you're up to but yeah. yeah yeah no it's great and it's true and it's, it's you know and yeah. it's like like uh and it, there's weird things like you know like i used to go to school with adam like yeah wow. frankel and stuff yeah, like that and it's weird the fact that he lives in you know over there and yeah. in, te in texas and and it seems anywhere you go at west ham in america particularly say you go to somewhere and you, you're doing like a day trip or whatever yeah and there's a west ham game on as you said tim and lee you ask them they'll go oh yeah that's bob and like from you know yeah. all the or the fresno irons or the or, or john at right. las vegas or you know and it's it's amazing it's this huge network and it's just you know i i was really naive to it all i really was i was in my my sort of east end essex bubble thinking right. you know uh, that's all it is but you know interviewing like guys like yourselves and the the, mm -hmm. the indian hammers and uh and, yeah. and and russ in hong kong and angus and stuff in australia mm -hmm. and neil it's oh it's amazing well, yeah, so when I go to New Orleans, uh, whenever there's a match, I go meet the, uh, I don't know if you know Bradley, the New Orleans Hammer. Um, anyway, he... Yeah, I do, yeah, I do, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yes, great guy, super nice guy. And and he has this kind of a group down there, and we go to this a bar there called Finn McCool's. And so so even when I'm in New Orleans, I, I you know have people to yeah. meet up with. It's great, and we can talk West Ham. Whereas before I discovered, you know, I was just following it, you know online and i didn't know anybody and yeah. and i just have to thank tim and lee they kind of brought me out of the wilderness i felt like i was all alone you know nobody really knows what west ham is around here yeah so just, um, and then just have to talk with, with your family that's just a story, yeah they don't want to hear it yeah they, no, no. it's the same as me <laughs> my wife loves this because i can just don't talk about football you know i can just yeah toddle off to the garage and yeah. she doesn't know that although today she did ask me about what my thoughts were on the super league and i was like oh right oh, sit wow. down yeah. love sit yes. down and let me tell you you know so yes. uh, yeah she doesn't give a shit that actually me. cracked my wife asked me the same thing <laughs> that somehow made it you know all the way into into her world uh, about the super league so yeah well it's because james corden did a big thing on, on the late late show as well about it he did a bigger like 10 minute like monologue about it which uh -huh. I was quite impressed because it's like you know obviously he's a big hammer and, yeah. and stuff and, and and so is um james longman who's the exec producer of the, mm -hmm. the show as well obviously he's he used to do the old um knees up mother brown podcast with chris right. skull yeah, um and and he did that and it was just yeah and it was trying to communicate to the americans um non-football yes. non-football and he, he yes. kept on calling it football as well which i thought was hilarious right. as well not soccer so like you know he's like jesus trying to say basically have no relegation and stuff like that that's right. that's that's the franchise nature of american football and, and then yeah, all, all the sports leagues here are you know franchise nature yeah no relegation no promotion so we we really don't understand that concept no and um and so you know basically the nfl if you have one of those franchises it's a it's a license to print money it's yeah. it's just so lucrative yeah. And I'm sure that's what they're trying to do over in Europe. And definitely, definitely, that's what they try to do. And and yeah. and you know, and, and the, the main protagonists were clear were, were American-based businessmen. Right. Yep. As you said, like John Henry, you had the Glaciers. You had um, what's his face? Um, 
no, I can't remember from Arsenal as well. So Gronkia, you know, you had, you had, you had them all, you had them all. Yeah. So it wasn't surprising yeah. it was happening at all, you know. And I mean, um, Juventus, was it? Yeah, is is Ivan Gas? I think he's at Juventus or Inter Milan or something like that. Yeah. So it was it was spearheaded by by yeah. American, oh yeah, American guys because that's that's what they'll do. Guarantee the money, print the money. Yes. Two three years. Yeah. They've got their return on investment. Off they go. It was so yeah. obvious, but um, anyway, <laughs> we, so, we thwarted so, it. Yeah, they, they, you guys squashed them. Yes. Who would have thought Chelsea yeah. would be the ones? Chelsea fans would be the ones who did it because you know having to because they they lay apparently they all just sat down on the really? on the Fulham Road and um, the the buses couldn't come through and. Oh, um, Petr Cech was coming out, like shouting at them, "Please let us through! Please let us through!" and <laughs> Fair play, fair play to the fans. Fair yeah. play to the fans. Anyway, let's 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 talk about your hammers eleven, Wally. So okay. eleven we have on. Um, they put together an eleven based on the players that um, they've they've seen play. So you know, and for you, you know, obviously, technically, you could go back from the seventies, but you never really saw them play. But anyway, um, but you can pick whoever you want, whoever you want, based on whatever criteria you want, man. And just a bit of fun, and yeah, that's what we do, man. It's nice and simple. So, um. In terms of, of your 11, Wally, who's going to be between the sticks? Who's going to be in goal? Okay, so, yeah, like you said, I, I've, I've um, restricted this to pretty much the last few years where I've been watching in the mornings, even though yeah. I've said I was a fan, you know, since <laughs> 1970. However, there may be one exception, but anyway. Good. So, but in between the sticks, I have Adrian. So, mm. Yes, because I love he's so like flamboyant and listen that penalty where yeah. you know he was taking penal pens and and he threw off the gloves and just you know he didn't hesitate or anything he yeah. just went up and put it in and then the pure joy on his face when um you know when they took that and and also i heard even when he when he moved to liverpool and and he they won some kind of you know european cup early in the season yeah. I heard, I don't know if this is true, but he slept with the cup, you know. <laughs> this doesn't surprise me. So, yeah, so <laughs> he's just, you know, he, he may not be the best goalkeeper, but I, you know, he's just the most charming in my opinion. Yeah, it's so, a character, isn't he? In, yeah, in, a, in, a, yeah. in, a, in a sport where there's not many characters in the game, he was yeah. definitely one. He just said that iconic moment. Yeah. Part of me wishes he 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 missed that penalty because he'll have to then try and pick the gloves up and someone's going to have to help him put them back on because <laughs> their guys aren't easy. You know, That's they right. get the coaching staff to, yeah. to put them on, so that'd have been quite funny. Stick. But yes. yeah, and I like Adrian. Yep. All right, Adrian's in. And to be fair, Adrian, when I mean, we always used to do like um, like we do like open training sessions, and so the players could come in, you know, the fans come in, watch the training, and they get all the autographs. He was one of the only ones, there's about three or four of them. He was one of the last ones who would be still signing autographs when everyone else had buggered off. He was still signing. Anyone with an Adrian shirt would get like something, a, a, a oh. boot or a glove or hopefully not a jock strap, but I don't know why that popped to <laughs> my head. But you know, that everyone would get something. And I, and I love awesome. that. And that yeah. He was really, really cool. It was him, Czech Kayute, and Diafra Sacco. Uh -huh. And Alex Song, actually. Alex Song used to do uh -huh. it quite a bit as well. Um, right, Adrian, and go. Right, I'm going to go right back. Right back. right back. Well, this is going to be a big surprise, but I'm going with Ryan <laughs> Fredericks. <laughs> I had it all queued up already. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you had, if you hadn't, I tell you what. As you said, it's like it's it's the same as if Charlie Walsh hadn't put Jordan Hugel in his team. You know, it's like you and Ryan Fred. Tell us why you love Ryan Fredericks. I know right. you why you love him, but why do you love him? All right. Well, I have to admit. Okay, so first of all, when when I first was looking at those forums and and reading maybe you know 
post-match comments by everybody yeah. and and you know one guy would say so and so was great or whatever and the other the next guy would be like no he was rubbish he didn't do anything <laughs> you know so so it's clear that that performances are very very subject subjective yeah so and then i saw what charlie walsh did with the jordan hugel thing yeah and and so you know he really bigged up jordan hugel and would always you know talk about the positive aspects and and so i decided hey you know i could probably do that with a player and there's no other controversial player in my opinion than ryan fredericks because most people think he's not you know good at defending or whatever however he does have all these positive aspects like he is really fast super pacey um i actually i actually took a, a video of him in not this just this last newcastle match but the first one yeah where there's a point where saint maxim like grabs the ball and he's just flying past everybody and he flies past fredericks but then fredericks you know starts to close on him and then closes them out so he's not in on goal alone so just those kind of moments make me all excited you know when he's zipping up the up the right wing you know going and maybe his crosses aren't so good but um anyway but he has he has um in the past you know he he has this he, he did a 10 out of 10 match in 2019 near the end of the season yeah and he scored, and yeah. He scored i think he had assist you know and and this who scored unit gave him like 10 out of 10 which was the last time a, per, a defender had 10 out of 10 since like 2009 so i mean how can you not pick ryan fredericks with mike drop like yeah mike, mike drop is a bomb yeah. would do, wouldn't it um, no yeah totally. and and you know what and i think uh, you know the the way the way Moise is putting Fredericks now is more of attacking like a bit where he does with Masuaku. Yeah. You know, that that's I think he because you know that you can't teach pace and the right. guy has got buckets of it. It's yeah. just the, the end product. And yeah. you know, I mean when he played uh the Fulham game, didn't they? They played him so it was more uh, more of a forward right yeah. wing and, and he was really Villa. good. Yeah, Villa, Villa, sorry, he, yeah, Villa, he and, yeah. Uh, yeah, he and Soufal, which honestly Soufal probably is the better right back you know but yeah but for, sure right wing back, sure. for a wing yeah. back i think fredericks is useful but anyway between the two of them they just closed out grealish and yeah they did you know totally frustrated him so that was yeah. good to see. good shout uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it's, your, it's your 11 well it's your 11 you put yes. who you want on it. okay so he's going right back uh left who's gonna go left back then left back you know there's no other choice aaron cresswell yeah he you know when i first started closely following a team i think it, that was his first year and he was hammer of the year that year and mm. so he's been you know pretty consistent ever since i know um and and with this move more into the right defensive yeah, um, yeah, yeah yeah you know that's been good for him and he still can get up and and honestly his crosses and his set pieces have been are even better so yeah so i think really he's missed a, him yeah he's, he's an easy thing. one to choose i think yeah, I think he's he's this sort of renaissance he's having now is um is brilliant and yeah you're right he sort of he plays that sort of left of the back three that boys has put him in there and sometimes he does we go to four at the back he doesn't really look that much out of pla pla right. pla out of place yeah. but um yeah he's uh, and you know he's our second 
Yeah, he's our second biggest, uh, most Premier League games for West Ham or something like that after Mark. Yeah. Wow. Took over Carlton Cole a couple of games ago. So, fair play to the man. Right, Fredericks, Cresswell, centre-halves. Who's your first centre-back, centre-half? Okay, the first one on the right would be Winston Reed. Oh, Reed. Yeah. So, you know, he's he's also been around since, you know, when I first started watching. Very generally consistent, playing really well. Obviously got injured, and that's kind of damaged him. But... I have to say, I've only been to one West Ham match, and I flew 700 miles to go to North Carolina to see West Ham play the North Carolina Railhawks, okay, who are like a – this was a preseason match, you know, a yeah. few years ago, and um, they're like a third division team here in the U.S., <laughs> so – so, you know, of course, we expected West Ham to just totally dominate. And, you know, what happened was right off the bat, Winston Reed let in an own goal like he put it like an own goal. <laughs> so, but here's what happened. Like within like five or ten minutes, you know, I could, you could see he was just absolutely fuming about that. Yeah. So he took the ball and stormed up the pitch and just scored, you know, and that was just a thing of beauty. So... So um, I'll just I'll never forget that. So that's why I put him in, and he's you yeah. know obviously a good. Uh, yeah, lately, he was. But, yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. Uh, you know, fortunately, obviously a bit ravaged by injury, but you know he's doing yeah. well at Brentford now, and hopefully, you know, if he keep if he they go up, and you know maybe he might get a move there, and mm-hmm. it'd be great and great, you know, and then hopefully if that's the case, then next year when there's you know a, a full crowd back at London Stadium and Brentford are in the Premier League and Ooh. he's there and he gets a proper send off, you know, yeah, great, it'd be, be work, it'd work lovely. Okay, Winnie Reed, who is next, my friend? The other back would be Angelo Agbana. Oh, so he also came. He also came in around the same time, and mm. so you know I've seen him. And initially, he wasn't really getting in the team so much, but lately, he's really come on strong. Obviously, and and we've missed him the last few matches. Yeah. Uh, so he's been great. He's also you know played for Italy, so you know I think he's just a great solid bender. And yeah, I love how he gets in there and heads in goals, you know, sometimes. That's great. Yeah, definitely. And you're right. We have missed that sort of defensive yeah. stability in, in, in Christ. We probably need it on Saturday now. Obviously, with Dawson out, um, we'll be see, sent off from the Newcastle game. So oh, right. we have missed yeah. him. We have missed him loads, yeah. haven't we? So um, the last few games, we've obviously conceded quite a few goals. And, yeah. Although, yeah. Although last time, yeah. And the Saturday game, we conceded three, but we had... You know, we only had 10 men, so a bit different. But, yeah, the other games, we've conceded a few goals, and yeah. he has been playing, and that's not a coincidence, in my my opinion. Um, it's right. just funny how he's finding sort of the twilight of his career, a bit like Cresswell, yeah. arguably towards the end of their career, which is usually mm-hmm. when they start becoming rubbish. They've become yeah. really good, which is uh, typical, typical West Ham. Um, exactly. But, yeah, okay, so there's, there's, there's your back four. Uh, let's go into midfield then. Uh, you go through the midfield uh, in whatever order you want to, Ollie. Well, okay. Um, so center midfield, I have Declan Rice, which is, you know, kind of a no-brainer, um, considering the time I've been watching closely. You know, he's 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 you know come on, just brilliant. You know, young mm. and and now he's you know cap- captains the side unless Noble's on the pitch, which which is really extraordinary <laughs> and and really amazing. So. 
I think he's an easy choice, actually. It, it is as well when you realise how young he is, and yeah. and and uh, you know how many games he's played played for us, you know, and you look where he stands already in terms of the amount of games uh, i've i was going to figure out the other day but obviously it's 120 yeah. odd games he's played for the club which is on par with some people who we consider to be not legends but you know, club idols and he's all and he's only 20 or 22 something like that already and you know when when like rental that the captain's R band is, is available there's no you know we didn't even think twice of the fact yeah. he's young you know he he yeah. was going to be the captain and yeah. um yeah and hopefully you know hopefully he'll be back sooner rather than later i hope um yeah we, we he seems you. to be running quite a bit already which is good um because yeah. of the injury he had but you know he's a fit bloke um he's you know he's, he hasn't really got had many injuries before so you know it all uh i mean yeah what's it 142 games he's played for west ham wow That's um 129 starts 13 sub appearances and he is yeah 22 wow 22 that's that's mental and you gotta think you know if he carries on that trajectory you know he's gonna be up there with with billy bonds and and people like that and bobby moore in terms of appearances you know that's of course if he stays with us um but right well i was was wondering how the super league would have affected that whether i think there'd be more chance him staying with the super league because you know, by all accounts, if he was going to the Super League, he would only go there for the money. Now, uh, right, because he wouldn't and, pay, he wouldn't. They wouldn't have let him play for, for the internationals. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, mm. And and again, that was one of the things I always saw. You know, for you know, for a a Kevin De Bruyne or or someone like that or Messi, um, all you can win would be you know, I don't know the J.P. Morgan Trophy, <laughs> whatever, whatever they call it. You know what I mean? Right. Where he could stay at West Ham and he could have won the Carabao Cup, the FA Cup, the Premier League, Champions League, Europa League, England. (laughs) He could have won all those things. Or he could have won the JP Morgan. He'd be very, very rich with it, winning Mm -hmm. the JP Morgan Cup. But um, yeah, so it it would have definitely helped our chances um, of of keeping him. Um, But I think he's, yeah, he seems very settled and. Obviously, with Mark leaving soon next mm-hmm. season, it does give him, you know, like a you know, like a career roadmap. You yeah, know, like it's, yeah. this is your markers right up. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. It's, it's all forty in the forty hours. Over, it's changed back again. It's like someone's got yeah. like a you know, like a spinal tap. They've dialed it to eleven, right. and they've dialed it back down <laughs> to like a four. So we'll yep. see what happens. Yeah. Um, right, Declan Rice, he's in. Who's next, then, Wally? All right, beside him, I've got Mark Noble. Yeah, obviously no yeah that's that's easy um you know just amazing how the longevity how long he's played and and um when i started you know watching he was already a veteran and and he had his um he had his testimonial match you know probably you know two seasons into when i was watching so so it seemed like he was you know ready to retire then but he's still you know he's still with the club still contributing especially now that Declan is injured so um yeah he's just a legend he needs to be in there yeah in definitely yeah, yeah he is and there's nothing more you can say about him you know he's a, and, and at the moment we're doing this sort of noble era thing where you're looking and you think you know how long he's actually been at the club when you you listen we're, we're not even halfway through yet and we're up to about a hundred and i think we are, we actually are halfway through now but you know a hundred he played with over 200 players at his time at west ham um 
not counting obviously next season um, mm. when we get this influx wow. of players for our Champions League yes. campaign. Um, so right. fair play, right. you know, it's just incredible. Um, and yeah, 18 seasons next season, absolutely mental. In today's game as well, it's like to have exactly, yeah. a player that longevity yeah. is, is phenomenal. Right. Okay, so we've got Rice and Noble in the middle. Uh, who's next then, Wally? Here we got. All right, out on the left, I have the one and only Dimitri Payet. Yes, that's, I had it already. I thought he was going to put him in. Yeah, that's an easy one. Yeah. Uh, he was just phenomenal. In fact, when I was watching the, the season and a half he was here, I don't think I really appreciated how good he really no. was. No. But um, – but when you when you look back and and you know sometimes the club puts up these clips of him putting yeah. you know those free kicks that are just like bending out yeah 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 you know they look like they're going in row Z but they're and then yeah. suddenly they whip right back into the top corner it's just crazy, extraordinary yeah yeah I think yeah. I I think we I think only now you appreciate you know obviously you know because obviously once he left everyone's sort of had the, a different view on him. But you said now, looking back at it, I mean, you know, he, you know, it was for me. I think it was almost a privilege to have the player that good play for us. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, very rarely do we have players that play for us when they're in their prime. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like to call us a, a bookend club. We have right. players at the beginning and players at the end, but not really yeah. in the middle. Um, it, it's changing a bit now. Um, in terms of people like Suchek and Sufal and mm-hmm. stuff like that, but he was like. You know, we never, I mean, you know, in our lifetime, I don't think I'm ever going to see a Ballon d'Or nominee who's playing, currently playing for your club. Not like, you know, us getting messy at when he's 54 or something like, you know, that type of, he's actually playing for us and he's in the Ballon d'Or, you know, nominations. He is a phenomenal player, phenomenal player. And he's still doing it. He scored a a mental goal the other day for Marseille. Um, Yeah. Actually, great player. Right. Okay. We'll put Pyatt on the left. So that leaves the right. Who's going to be on the right? On the right way? side, I have Mikhail Antonio playing Antonio. on the right side. Antonio. Yeah. So, you know, he's been at the club a while too, and yeah. he's played anywhere from right back to striker. So, um, but I love, you know, watching his pace also. He has great pace and he has, you know, got the power to like just yeah. take on the, the uh, center backs and, and, um, so he is, he's fun to watch. He and, is. It's great fun. And if we had a right side of, of um, Fredericks and Antonio, oh. it, it just Ooh. the pace would be out of the – just amazing. Yes. Grease lightning. <laughs> Grease lightning down the side. That, that's what they'll call themselves, Grease lightning. But you're right. And actually, I think I, put, I, I prefer Antonio on the wing mm-hmm. personally because I think yeah. also the, the physical attributes of a fullback – um, a left back is, yeah. is is very more diminished considering right. to the centre backs. So absolutely. you'd absolutely roast, um, you know, if Antonio's up against you know the, the equivalent of a Cresswell right. rather than a Gabona. Yeah, makes yeah. makes perfect sense. And who knows? Maybe we we'll get that striker in the summer, and uh, and he can play more on the right. Who yeah, knows? Maybe. Fingers maybe. crossed. Okay, let's put Mikel yeah. Antonio, and obviously he'll soon. You know, he'll basically before he finishes at the club, he'll be top Premier League. You know, goal scorer for West Ham. He's third already, I think. Now he's only mm. a few off. Oh, Decanio, right. half a dozen, I think. I think Mark's right. only one off now. So yeah, um, he'll probably yeah it'd be nice for Mark to retire, being the, the top Premier League goal scorer for West Ham, and then obviously Antonio will probably take it over about a week later. But yeah. um, okay, right up front. First, who are we going? Who's the first striker? First forward, then. Okay, well. I'm taking a little liberty here. Nice. I am. I I'm pretty sure that in 1975, 
I did watch the FA Cup final. I'm pretty sure on a little black and white TV. That'll do. But, but I am almost sure. And that would have been probably my only opportunity to actually watch West Ham play because I was living in Coventry and obviously didn't go to any matches. So, um, but I'm, I'm almost sure that all by myself, I watched West Ham play Fulham and win. So I'm taking a player off of that squad. Nice. He may be a little out of position, but I'm putting Sir Trevor Brooking in. Yeah, Trev could play. Yeah. He could play everywhere. Yeah. Actually, I believe I, I can't. I think we interviewed. It might have been Brian Deer or someone like that. And when they or, or someone he, he used to play with Trevor, and that he played as a number ten, uh, yeah. as like a as yeah. as a, you know up, up front. So yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. put Sir Trevor in. We'll put him yeah. in. Uh, we have to put him in. I, I, I love it. I I'm yeah more than happy to put Trevor in. Um, yeah, top incredible person, incredible player. Um, obviously. I never got to see him play. I saw him manage, um, but West Ham a couple of times, but never seen saw him to play. But um, yeah, just a yeah. I think person. I think I saw him play. <laughs> I, I, I can't be hundred percent sure, but the, I feel like I must have watched that match for it's, the purposes of the tape. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it okay. was a long time ago, so it was. You know, you know memories, memories, chat, yeah, memories. Yeah, fuzzy, you know, faded a little. Fuzzy. Yeah, you in Coventry at the time. Yeah, all those smoke fumes. Yes, um, right. all the factories, <laughs> and then Detroit. All that, all that. Yeah, smoke, yeah. you know, it's just yeah. it messes with your memory. And then obviously, yeah. you know, live You know, winters in New Orleans. Um, you know, all the Mardi Gras, all the Mardi Gras, exactly. All the margaritas. It's all yeah. it all adds to it, man. And all the Hershey's yeah. chocolate as well. That's what it. Oh well, yeah. yeah, whatever they put in it. Um, right, okay, so. <laughs> But who's the last player? Who's the last player in this in this team then? Okay, well, I've got a true striker here, and I'm putting in Andy Carroll. Do do do. So, you know what? Right, I liked Andy Carroll. Yeah, me too. I really liked him. He is he's a tall guy, and I I you know I'm kind of tall like him. And listen, that that bicycle kick that he put exactly. in, I mean that it was astounding the way he twerked his whole body it wasn't mm. just like a simple sort of a, a allaire kind of you know throwing his leg back i mean he twerked his whole body and slammed that into the goal it was just a just a thing of beauty so of course and, and, he, yeah. and i love the fact he had that in his locker do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. there's a lot of players i mean still you know i would not envisage harry kane doing that right yeah do you know it's yep. just yeah. you just wouldn't where he had it and and I love and I love the Andy Carroll when he was on when he was on it. It's a bit like Antonio when Antonio's on it, he he commands two defenders and and that means there's always a spare one. There's always mm -hmm. someone spare and um I, yeah obviously it's ironic you know when he obviously went back to Newcastle and then yeah. they beat us at London Stadium oh. and he played ninety minutes almost and it's like you know just shows you when the pubs aren't open you know when. Yeah. when yeah. But you know, he was. Uh, I, I thought he was great, and he. I, I didn't realize how many years he played. He was obviously there for a long time. He was injured yeah. quite a lot, but right. yeah, he was. Uh, and and I think you need a target man, particularly uh, in this team, uh, for Brooking to just walk around. You know, yeah, to, there we go. Because yeah. he's not. Yeah, it's, it's all part of the plan. It's all part of the plan. Clearly, yeah, it's part of the plan. Great. Um, and uh, and there there it is, Wally. There's there's the team. There's the team. All nice, right. nice. Do a job. <laughs> Like love that right side. I love on that the right, right side. side. Yes, crossing them balls in. <laughs> Cresswell for Andy Carroll knockdowns for, for Sir yeah. Trevor to uh to bang them in. Very good, Wally. I like it, man. Yeah. Uh, play. Well, it's been a been a pleasure.
Oh, it's been great fun. Pleasure. Thanks and for having me on. Absolute pleasure. Well, and obviously, thank you for all the support and stuff that and, and the sweets. Um, yeah. there's, there's more you want, you know. I can well, go it, down down the road to the Hershey factory and just you know. There's a guy. There's a guy at all church guys <laughs> who, who loves your stuff. He's like, bring it all. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like a pallet a pallet of hers yeah, yeah. kisses just ends up in my driveway oh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, well, I could be <laughs> <worse>. anyway <laughs> anyway so thank you Wally. obviously thanks everyone for watching um yeah. oh, uh, and, and listening and um don't forget to like share subscribe and for myself and for mr wally world take care everyone stay safe wash those hands get those jabs come on you irons and we'll mm -hmm. see you again very very soon take care everyone much Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.